A Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley. Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, the pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur from the zephyr's wing exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft pearl the streams, the birds renew their notes and through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, but the west glories in the deepest red. So may our breasts with every virtue glow, the living temples of our God below, filled with the praise of him who gives the light and draws the sable curtains of the night. Let placid slumbers soothe each weary mind and mourn to wake more heavenly, more refined. So shall the labors of the day begin, more pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes, then cease my song till fair aurora rise. On Imagination by Phyllis Wheatley Thy various works, imperial queen, we see How bright their forms, how decked with pomp by thee Thy wondrous acts in beauteous order stand and all attest how potent is thine hand. From Helicon's refulgent heights attend, ye sacred choir, and my attempts befriend to tell her glories with a faithful tongue. Ye blooming graces, triumph in my song. 
Now here, now there, the roving fancy flies till some loved object strikes her wandering eyes. Whose silken fetters all the senses bind and soft captivity involves the mind. Imagination, who can sing thy force or who describe the swiftness of thy course soaring through air to find the bright abode? The imperial palace of the thundering God. We on thy pinions can surpass the wind and leave the rolling universe behind. From star to star, the mental optics rove, measure the skies and range the realms above, there in one view we grasp the mighty whole, or with new worlds amaze the unbounded soul. Though winter frowns to fancy's raptured eyes, the fields may flourish and gay scenes arise. The frozen deeps may break their iron bands and bid their waters murmur o'er the sands. Fair Flora may resume her fragrant reign and with her flowery riches deck the plain. Sylvanus may diffuse his honors round and all the forest may with leaves be crowned. Showers may descend and dews their gems disclose and nectar sparkle on the blooming rose. Such is thy power nor are thine orders vain. O thou, the leader of the mental train, in full perfection all thy works are wrought, and thine the scepter o'er the realms of thought.
before thy throne the subject passions bow of subject passions sovereign ruler thou at thy command joy rushes on the heart and through the glowing veins the spirits dart Fancy might now her silken pinions try to rise from earth and sweep the expanse on high. From Tython's bed now might Aurora rise. Her cheeks all glowing with celestial dyes. While a pure stream of light overflows the skies. The monarch of the day I might behold. And all the mountains tipped with radiant gold. But I reluctant leave the pleasing views which fancy dresses to delight the muse. Winter austere forbids me to aspire and northern tempests damp the rising fire they chill the tides of fancy's flowing sea. Cease then my song, cease the unequal lay. On being brought from America, on being brought from Africa to America by Phyllis Wheatley. Twas mercy brought me from my pagan land taught my benighted soul to understand that there's a God, that there's a Savior too. Once I redemption neither sought nor knew. Some few are sable race with scornful eye. Their color is a diabolic dye. Remember, Christians, Negroes, 
black as cane may be refined and join the angelic train. On Virtue by Phyllis Wheatley O thou bright jewel in my aim I strive to comprehend thee thine own words declare wisdom is higher than a fool can reach I cease to wonder and no more attempt thine height to explore or phantom thy profound. But, O oh my soul, sink not into despair. Virtue is near thee and with a gentle hand would now embrace thee, hovers o'er thine head. Fain would the heaven-born soul with her converse, then seek, then court her for her promised bliss. Auspicious queen, Thine heavenly pinions spread and lead celestial chastity along. Lo, now her sacred retinue descends, arrayed in glory from the orbs above. Attend me, virtue. Throw my youthful years. Oh, leave me not to the false joys of time, but guide my steps to endless life and bliss, greatness, or goodness. Say what I shall call thee to give and higher appellation still. Teach me a better strain, a nobler lay. O thou, enthroned with cherubs in the realms of day.
to SMA young African painter on seeing his works by Phyllis Wheatley to show the labyrinth bosom's deep intent and thought in living characters to paint when first thy pencil did those beauties give, and breathing figures learned from thee to live. How did those prospects give my soul delight, a new creation rushing on my sight? Still wondrous youth, each noble path pursue on deathless glories fix thine ardent view still may the painters and the poets fire to aid thy pencil and thy verse conspire and may the charms of each seraphic theme conduct thy footsteps to immortal fame high to the blissful wonders of the skies elate thy soul and raise thy wishful eyes thrice happy when exalted to survey that splendid city crowned with endless day, whose twice six gates on radiant hinges ring, celestial Salem blooms in endless spring, calm and serene, thy moments glide along and may the muse inspire each future song still with the sweets of contemplation blessed may peace with balmy wings your soul invest but when these shades of time are chased away and darkness ends in everlasting day, on what seraphic pinions shall we move and view the landscapes in the realms above? There shall thy tongue in heavenly murmurs Flow, and there my muse with heavenly transport glow no more to tell of Damon's tender sighs or rising radiance of Aurora's eyes for nobler themes demand a nobler 
strain and pure language on the ethereal plane. Cease, gentle muse, the solemn gloom of night now seals the fair creation from my sight. To the Right Honorable William, Earl of Dartmouth, by Phyllis Wheatley. Hell, happy day, when smiling like the morn, fair freedom rose New England to adorn. The northern climbed beneath her genial ray. Dartmouth congratulates thy blissful sway. Elate with hope her race no longer mourns. Each soul expands, each grateful bosom burns while in thine hand with pleasure we behold the silken reins and freedom's charms unfold long lost to realms beneath the northern skies she shines supreme while hated faction Dies soon as appeared the goddess long desired. Sick at the view, she languished and expired. Thus, from the splendors of the morning light, the owl in sadness seeks the caves of night. No more America in mournful strain of wrongs and grievance unredressed complain. No longer shalt thou dread the iron chain which wanton tyranny with lawless hand had made and with it meant to enslave the land. Should you, my lord, while you peruse my song, wonder from whence my love of freedom sprung. Whence flow these wishes for the common good by feeling 
hearts alone best understood. I, young in life, by seeming cruel fate was snatched from Africa's fancied happy seat. What pangs excruciating must molest what sorrows labor in my parents' breast. Stilled was that soul and by no misery moved that from a father seized his babe beloved. Such, such my case and can I then but pray others may never feel tyrannic sway? For favors past, great sir, our thanks are due, and thee we ask thy favors to renew, since in thy power is as in thy will before to soothe the griefs which thou didst once deplore. My heavenly grace, the sacred sanction give to all thy works, and thou forever live, not only on the wings of fleeting fame, though praise immortal crowns the patriot's name, but to conduct to heaven's refulgent fane, may fiery coursers sweep the ethereal plain and bear thee upwards to that blessed abode where, like the prophet, thou shalt find thy God. To a gentleman and lady on the death of the ladies, brother and sister and a child of the name Avis, aged one year, by Phyllis Wheatley. On death's domain, intent 
I fix my eyes where human nature in vast ruin lies. With pensive mind, I search the drear abode where the great conqueror has his spoils bestowed. There, there, the offspring of six thousand years in endless numbers to my view appears. Whole kingdoms in his gloomy den are the rust, and nations mix with their primeval dust. Insatiate, still he gluts the ample tomb. His is the present, his the age to come. See here a brother, here a sister spread, and a sweet daughter mingled with the dead. But, madam, let your grief be laid aside, and let the fountain of your tears be dried. In vain they flow to wet the dusty plain. Your sighs are waft to the skies in vain. Your pains they witness, but they can no more. While death reigns tyrant o'er this mortal shore. The glowing stars and silver queen of light at last must perish in the gloom of night. Resign thy friends to that almighty hand which gave them life and bow to his command. Thine Avis give without a murmuring heart. Thou, though half thy soul be fated to depart, to shining guards consign thine infant care to waft triumphant through the seas of air her soul enlarged to heavenly pleasure springs she feeds on truth and uncreated things methinks I hear her in the realms above and leaning forward with a filial love, invite you there to share immortal bliss, unknown, 
untasted in a state like this with towering hopes and growing grace arise and seek beatitude beyond the sky.